0: style section the wise guy podcast i'm dan and i'm sheila and we are here to talk about the final episode of the garment trade arc and of course a little arc in review conversation yes uh, letter sorry postcard from <laughs> <Rocco>. <laughs> yep oh boy what a what an hour of television jeez uh, that it, was Ooh, oh my god. Um this is an unusual thing because this is the second arc in a row where and uh where part of the episode like is about how difficult it is to get a conviction. Because if you go back and you look at the White yeah. Supremacy arc, a whole half of the episode is them Really, really ticked off that they're not gonna be able to get to put Knox Pooley in jail because he yeah. didn't technically do anything illegal. Yeah. Know? He incited people to violence and he convinced people to do violence, but he never told them to do it. So how are you gonna arrest yeah. them? You know? Yeah. And this one is uh the opposite end of the scale, which is a guy who told a lot of people to do a lot of bad things, but how do you prove that? Yeah. And that's the key. Oh God! So yes, uh, we start with you know just just a recitation of how badly this whole thing has
1: gone. Oh yeah, it's terror. It's terrible, and they're getting to um, it. You know, get, yeah, we're going to get him on the SCC. Yeah, but if they don't get Carol to testify, they got nothing. And Carol's in they hiding. They got nothing. And Carol's in hiding. Yeah, and carol still does not understand the enormity and the person she's involved with i suspect the other thing is is that with carol i mean she knew penzola when he would have been david's best friend oh, yeah
0: no she's known him you for know. 20 years too
1: yeah that's and the crazy
0: part so she
1: fundamentally
0: misunderstands just, who yeah. he is yeah, yeah who rick is and so everyone and it's interesting that both characters. Who know who are looking for Carol, right? So John Henry and Rick both are like one hundred percent. She's gonna show up at David's funeral. We're gonna have no yeah. trouble finding her. Yeah. Oh God. And she does. She goes to David's funeral. and We get a just brutal funeral scene. Uh, where oh, finally Eli gets it. You know, is that is that safe yeah. to say that finally Eli gets it? And that this whole thing, he, which is just all of the business stuff, all of the work stuff. Now that he's been destroyed, he can actually see how it just kept him from having a relationship with his son. You know, he kept him from having but a not re- just satisfying his relationship.
1: Son, but everybody, yeah. um, but with, with it, I mean, it's just horrible. His, wife like, too. his ex-wife,
0: yep. Oh, who yeah. comes back from Florida for the funeral and is just distraught because obviously, oh. God, yeah, it's it's a rough scene, and yeah. uh, and Eli offers uh, John Henry fifty thousand dollars if he'll kill Ricky Pensola, because that's yeah. all the money he has left in the world. Which yikes! Uh, then boom, we go. He tra- uh John Henry tracks down Carol. They have a conversation. He says he can get her into the witness relocation program. If she testifies against Rick, uh, she says she'll do it, but she has to settle things with her family first. And we get Stanley Tucci, we get our, our beloved Rick Penzola saying it is of the most vital importance that he talked to Carol before he flees the country, which he is planning to do. Yeah. yeah. And He's... it's interesting because he had no idea. Like, he assumed... Like, that this was all going to go relatively smoothly. Like, yeah, some people were going to die. Like, that was always the plan. That's always, that's always. (laughs) it's always a part of the plan. Somebody had to die, or at least be grievously injured by the dress for this to all work. (laughs) Right? But, and this is the key part, he wasn't expecting a huge amount of federal heat. Yeah. Yeah. He assumed they would look into the, you know, that there was no way to attach him right to the fire retardant and of course there isn't the uh you know there's no way to attach him to any of that there's no one directly connecting vivian schneer has already been killed so she can't say who bribed her to get uh, uh give Elrose the contract so there's like there's literally no one left to connect him to it so he thought he would just skate on this whole thing and maybe they would suspect insider trading but they couldn't prove anything but that yeah. all went out the window when david showed up and stuck a gun in his face And then got publicly shot to death in the middle of a bank. That created, as far as Ricky knows, huge amounts of federal heat on the case. Yeah.
1: And on Penzola, period.
0: Yes, and on Penzola, period. But yeah, and I think the uh, the important part there is there's no, like, uh, he... Has no idea that he's been looked into this entire time by the OCP, other than the normal amount they're always looking into organized crime. Like he has no idea. He thinks it's all because of David getting killed that the people are taking a hard look at it, and now he wants to get as much money out of the country as he can so he can flee comfortably and avoid prosecution. It's it's fun because you're seeing him desperate, which is nice. We didn't yes. mention the scene last week where he. We were so busy with all of the character drama, we didn't. Yeah, we missed the last scene where Eli punched him in the face after his jaw was already broken, mm-hmm. and we got one of the most convincing portrayals of pain I've ever seen an actor <laughs> do. <laughs> oh. oh, that
1: Stanley Tucci is so good. Oh, he's
0: he, he's <laughs> the man's a machine. Come on, we know it. Yeah. Oh God. So Carol goes to see her dad, and we get you know just another shatteringly brutal scene her dad goes to see her well yes her dad goes to see in her, her in is, hiding yeah we yeah. finally get a conversation between the two of them and oh god yeah she has to find out that nope no like there was no war between him and eli he never thought the company was stolen he just he just wanted to work he wasn't a shark. He wasn't an owner. He wasn't, you know, a boss. He was just a guy who wanted to work. And as he says, like, he's caused all of this problem because he was afraid that his daughter wouldn't respect him. If she knew who he was, really was.
1: Which is a brutal scene.
0: <laughs> oh, my
1: God. It was, it, it was terrible. And oh. as he says, this is all my fault. Yeah. If I had just told you. Yeah. Oh. If I had just told you, yeah, oh. and you it's... just listened to that, and oh, geez. like oh my god, like all
0: of the regret, you know, all of like oh folding over everybody, and how this is what got David killed. This is what ruined everybody's lives. His inability to like be honest with his daughter about who he was, because the whole rest of his family are these incredible high achievers, right? Eli and David are these giant achievers, and his daughter was going to be one too, and he's just not that kind of driven person. But he knew that his daughter couldn't respect him, so he kept up the facade that he was, and that is what has undercut all of this, you know? He could have just accepted all the money, you know, cheerfully. He could have accepted all of the money from Eli publicly and cheerfully, and he didn't, and this is what has caused all of this. Because it always comes down to money in this. It's the only way people converse and relate to each other. Is the amount of money. And, I mean, as as Eli says later in the episode, uh, he didn't learn the lesson from his father, which is, the money isn't the most important thing. He was happily married to his wife for 60 years. That's what mattered the most. And Eli never learned that. Oh, it's a rough scene (laughs) it's a series of rough scenes this episode well yeah and
1: then eli's wife of course dumps him because he has no money anymore (laughs) oh god the scene of hit of eli
0: you know trying to figure out how to uh assemble the gun he bought off somebody yeah and then john henry comes in and he says and uh uh, and he said, no, no, cancel the thing. I didn't really mean it when I asked you to kill Ricky. Because he's got a gun himself at this point. And it's cheaper to just do it yourself.
1: <laughs> or it's more satisfying or to do it Or it's more satisfying yourself.
0: to do it yourself. Yeah. You're right. I shouldn't say he's necessarily being cheap. Uh, I, I don't know that for sure. But it's it's still a good scene. But the, the big takeaway is he gets... Uh, John Henry gets handed off David's final note... Which it winds up being about the guy Ricky killed that he witnessed, and he tells him where the gun was thrown, and they're like, maybe you can prove it. And so John Henry goes back to DC, and they look into it, and it turns out the guy that Ricky shot to death is on the records as having crashed into a tree while drunk driving. Yeah. So, <laughs> remember how oh, Don Ayupo shit. didn't go back and cover his tracks well enough? Yeah, Ricky did. Yeah. Ricky absolutely <laughs> did. Uh, so yeah, he paid off someone to create a completely fake cause of death so he would never, like, there would never be any suspicion, or David could never even go and tell anybody. Yeah. Uh But John Henry's like, okay, well, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna find this thing. Alright, I'm, maybe I can find something to tie to Ricky Penzola because there's a chance that a lawyer can argue that this was a dying declaration from David. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is possible because he knew that he, Ricky might kill him when he go- went to see him, so... I mean, it's a stretch legally, but he thinks they, it's worth trying since they don't have anything solid on him outside of insider trading. And even that's not that solid. Because you got to be able to prove that he got the insider information about right where from Carol. And if she yeah. can't testify, and maybe she will, maybe she won't, literally the only other evidence they have is he asked a federal agent, which he didn't know, an undercover federal agent, to go and watch a truck full of fabric. Like, that's all they have on him because unlike in other uh, arcs you know john henry never gone anywhere near being inside ricky's organization like he never got near the inside he was always no and was that wasn't
1: the whole it. point no it right wasn't. yeah it wasn't the point of that mm-hmm. so they you know oh no it's, um it's it would have taken a lot longer for um john henry to get inside exactly penzolas and there this was the way in because everybody else but you know i mean it is it's interesting to to watch how the system just doesn't quite work yeah you know that there are rules and if you can figure out a way to skirt the rules
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and therefore yeah carol is then we should it, i mean yeah. that was the sad the, in some ways the saddest part because you see and uh, you see we already well i guess we're i'm getting out of out of sync here <laughs> you're not that far out of sync because... no but you you hear you hear eli's brother saying well at least carol's still alive and we already know she's dead
0: yeah but oh god that scene where we finally just oh we'll talk about that in a second but yes carol yeah. does decide to settle things with ricky herself because she's like my testimony won't get him on day Dave- like she David's- decides and again it is a statement of she can go to the cops and talk all about the insider trading and get witness protection and put you know a target on ricky's back but yeah the thing is fundamentally then Ricky doesn't pay for what he did, and she can't accept sole responsibility for David dying. So she's like, "I've got to deal with Ricky myself. I've got to make. I've got to get him on the one murder I know he committed, which is that he definitely had the guy who uh, didn't put the fire retardant on the dresses killed. He definitely did that because he because he's been careful enough to do everything else, right?" Yeah. And so she goes to see Ricky in the guise of asking him for a percentage of his money for keeping quiet. And Ricky takes the meeting because he wants to suss out whether she's going to actually turn on him or not. And he really yeah. feels like he can judge it because if he wasn't at least considering letting her live, he would have just killed her immediately when she showed up. Yeah. And I think we can believe that he was considering her offer. But then it turns out she was recording him. She tries to get him to talk about uh, the guy he had
1: killed in South Carolina, and he strangles her to death. Ugh. Yeah, well, because because the minute she starts asking him those questions, he knows, he knows there's something up. Yeah, and you know, she's and she's going to bring this. Yeah, I mean, yeah. oh, god, and you're just going woman how could you be so stupid (laughs)
0: well and we know how it's because she doesn't want to face her role in david's death her contribution to david's death and that's and the show is very explicit about this like it's not subtle at all like we totally understand why she's doing it and that makes it all the more tragic that it's like if you just accepted what you did accepted your mistake and move on then you could have got him on the insider trading and you would have had a new life. But no, she tried to fix everything. And that's what she was doing before. She's trying to fix everything with one big move in screwing over Eli and getting justice for her dad and getting rich and you know, saving David all in this giant move. And she does it again, and this time it gets her killed.
1: Yeah. Oof. Oh. Yeah. And it it, it it was just like you know. It's brutal. Oh. Yeah. It is it, it is just brutal it's just brutal there the analysis that well the analysis that they make of everything um oh, yeah. the the government that the difficulties in getting you know criminals yep it's all there you oh, know yeah. about and, at the end of the
0: day you have to be able to prove it in court and uh and ricky penzolo has really good lawyers yeah <laughs> <laughs> at the end of they're the day. yeah yeah like yeah. every other case you know M- mel killed himself well susan killed him but you know like a yeah. sunny sunny you know garroted someone on tape like they had good evidence the other time they just don't have any good evidence against ricky and so john uh craps out on the trip to uh on the trip to because Jersey. the place
1: yeah because the place where he's been buried yeah
0: the shot the and buried, buried So
1: <laughs> is, uh, uh, is now a pizza joint or something yeah.
0: they <laughs> built a, a pizza place or mini mall on top of the place yeah. that david told him the gun was and like oh you know and you're like maybe he maybe he's that good at covering things up
1: went back and moved the body well, probably yeah Probably that's his business. Well, no, he didn't even have to probably move the body. It yeah. might have been his own company that, yeah, that put the all. thing in. Yes, you're right. It's what he does. It's you true. Know?
0: Like he's he's involved in all sorts of industries, so you never know. Yeah, uh, he's got money everywhere. Uh, then we get a couple of big scenes. Eli goes to see Ricky, threatens him with a gun, and
1: and again. Just,
0: oh yeah.
1: Then Pen- Penzola calls calls his consigliere okay, yep. you know get raglan
0: yeah get raglan.
1: <laughs> and but, poor old raglan oh,
0: yeah i know and then frank comes and settles it but before frank yeah. comes and settles it we get this wonderful scene right of again just a raw emotional acting from jerry lewis in this scene. yeah just him again what do you want and it's like i want my son back yeah oh jesus and he doesn't shoot Ricky at the end of the day. It's, I mean, you can say that, you know, he's too smart. The, the, the law is there. He doesn't want to die. But he saw Ricky begging for his life. And I guess that's yeah. enough at this moment. And this is where we get this horrible scene between the two brothers where one of them still thinks his daughter is alive. Yeah. And Eli says, we can do it all over again, have a business. And he's like, every time we saw each other, we would just think about our children. And their, like, their passive feud has now caused the death of both of their children. Yeah.
1: Wow. (laughs) I mean, talk about just loading it. I know. The
0: brutality of making us watch this scene, like you said, after we already know Carol's dead. Yeah. Oh like knowing what's coming for uh knowing what's coming for eli's brother whose name is escaping me at the moment
1: this is so i know i don't know why um, max and, i remember max,
0: but... max we remember no no yeah, max yeah, is yeah, the yeah, other yeah, guy he's the cutter right? yeah yeah, yeah. is uh, the other cutter yeah, other right cutter, yeah who they brought in to help with their union situation last episode or two episodes ago uh but yeah. yes last hour episode yeah, it's so yeah. troubling that I can't uh, remember the other. Well, name. but
1: that is the whole point of who yeah. he is, right? Oh yeah, he's not.
0: Yeah, he is. He doesn't want to, to be. This. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. want to be prominent the way Eli and David are, yeah. and even his daughter is. Here, we get yeah. that absolutely brutal scene. Then we get Carol's body being found in a marsh. Jeez. Oh God, that was rough. Uh, Carol's body sh- uh, turning up at a marsh. And, you know, uh, John Henry talking to Frank, and then we finally get uh, the big reveal, which is that more people died in John Henry's Henry's last case than we heard about. Because we heard about the two reporters getting blown up, but now we find out that the mob guys who were running the Ponzi scheme found out that the FBI was involved, and in order to get rid of anybody who knew any connection grabbed John Henry and tortured him until they, he gave up who was undercover in their organization. And yep. then those two agents got killed.
1: Yep. So he's responsible. He feels, and well, for this one, he is definitely responsible. Oh, absolutely. And, and then stuff is all,
0: and this stuff is all coming back to haunt him because now he's gotten Carol killed. Cause as Frank said, if you hadn't been sentimental, Like, if you hadn't let her go and talk to her father, she'd still be alive and testifying against Ricky. And he's right. John Henry screwed this up as badly as anyone can screw anything. And he's surprised to learn that Frank knew that he got agents killed and asked him back anyway. And it turns out Frank always knew. Like, this isn't a surprise. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I was your friend.
0: I I always knew.
1: Well, you have to put two and two together. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah they're the only way
0: yeah somebody had to talk or these agents wouldn't be dead and john henry is the only one left alive so there you go Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: we learned something important which is that the fbi covered it up because to avoid the embarrassment of you know charging him with anything or kicking him out of the organization the fbi never admits that the fbi screwed up so that's why they threw him in pittsburgh and just had him, you know, fil- <laughs> sitting at a computer for the next six years. Yeah, until he could retire. And then we get the pivotal scene, which is lifeguard calling John Henry to tell him that Ricky's private plane has just chartered a flight plan that's going to take him to Morocco, where he is going to disappear. And be out of U.S. federal jurisdiction for the rest of his life if he so chooses. I mean, he's probably not going to Morocco for the rest of his life. He's probably going until his lawyers sort all this out. But even still, he's getting well. Some away of them it. Uh, yeah. they mentioned some of them Vesto. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, they and mentioned who, who
1: never came that, back.
0: That's true. Yeah, they mentioned guys who uh, like went to Switzerland and never came back. Which is you true. know they some might of them he never might come find...
1: back. Yeah. Yeah, because well they can't because it's just too bad yeah (laughs) because well because your
0: crimes were too obvious or uh or clinton's guy mark rich you know who fled the country with his horrible uh with his illegal money until uh clinton pardoned him. they all have guys like that it's terrible (laughs) Uh, everybody powerful has some guys like that in their back pocket or they're in the guy's back pocket Uh, So we get one last scene with Mike Cacciatore, who, uh, you know, who's been left to who is left to run things and sort all of this uh, legal stuff out while Ricky leaves. So uh, Mike drives off. Uh, Ricky starts getting on the plane. John Henry shows up and points a gun at him and says he's going to kill him. And unlike Eli, who was very hesit, you know, very hesitant and very emotionally distraught, it's immediately clear to Ricky that John Henry is actually going to kill him. Yep. Like, <laughs> there's no way. And he starts, you know, trying to bargain, trying to beg for his life, trying to figure something out. And then Frank shows up. And uh, tries to stop him the same way he tried to stop him at the bank. Uh, and this is this is where it gets fantastic. Because John uh, admits that he's a cop. Yeah. And then... And then Ricky says, that means Terranova's a cop, too. And he says, I know some people who would be very interested to hear
1: that. Yeah. And and laughs at them because yeah. they're, they're cops. They're cops. So there's nothing they can do. And there's nothing, there's nothing, can nothing you can do. Yeah. Right? Well, and that's the key. He even
0: says the theme there, which is when he was a hood, he, ha- he was omnipotent. And when he's a cop, he's impotent. Yeah. So, I mean, he's right. He's absolutely right. Like as a hood, he can do whatever he wants. As a cop, he has to follow the system, and the system ain't gonna do anything about Ricky Penzola. At least not yet. Again, it would be years, and they would have to get him back, and it's a whole thing. This isn't a situation like um, Meyer Lansky where they're gonna extradite him or anything. Uh, they're gonna be able to extradite him. And oh, such a good scene. And then we get the uh, then we get the origin of the title. Uh, which is Ricky gets on the plane and then he turns around and says, maybe I'll send you a postcard. And his hand is out to his side and John Henry shoots him to death and says he thought he had a gun. Yeah. And it is completely up in the air. Well, I mean, he had just burned another cop. Yeah. Well, no, but my point is right. Yeah. What is completely up in the air? Is He's... the amount to which John Henry manufactured this scene? Do you see what I'm saying? Well,
1: yeah, I don't think I, I, I don't think that he thought for one minute that that Penzola had a gun.
0: Oh no, no. But my saying manufactured the scene so he could be justified in shooting him. Yes, and get it because like I, I think it's possible he said that Vinny was a cop so that Frank would sign off. On him
1: shooting Ricky. Oh yeah, he he says that he's a cop, and then Penzola says, exactly. "Yeah, that means Vinnie's a cop exactly. as well." Yeah. So and then Frank
0: can sign off on it, of course. Exactly, because <laughs> he's not going to risk Vinny's life. He's not going to risk the program. No. And the and the thing that makes this scene so wonderful is they don't point it out at all because none of the characters present understand it, but Ricky dies. In exactly the same way as the guy he killed to make his bones 20 years ago. Yeah, Literally, exactly the same way. Right down to David's statement that you at least had the decency to wait until he made a motion that had some semblance of a threat to it. Yeah. So uh, you could justify calling it self-defense. And in the same way, John Henry waits until he spins around quickly. And he's like... He's just borderline enough that he can get away with it. Yeah. It's fantastic.
1: And yes.
0: Then we, we, then we, again, it's it's all about well, you know, how the FBI will always cover up. The FBI will always cover up for their own people. The FBI will always let these things slide if it means protecting the reputation of the FBI. But most importantly, like Ricky gets exactly what's coming to him. Yeah. Literally. Nobody, nobody sheds a tear over over Ricky, Ricky Penzello. He doesn't have no. any family. Nope. Something David talked to him about previously. Ricky doesn't have any family, so like he never uh, sees the bigger picture. Was yeah. uh, was David's statement about Ricky, which I thought was nice. And but yeah, no one is gonna, no one is gonna remember Ricky. No one is gonna fondly think of Ricky. He's just gonna have a couple of people who clean up his organization now that he's dead.
1: And figure out who's going to take over.
0: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah, who's going to take over the Seventh Avenue action now
1: that yeah. Ricky, that the police
0: killed Ricky, and then we get the final scene, which is again not as brutal as Last of the True Believers, but is no. still emotionally wrenching. Where he go, where John Henry goes to Eli to say that the cops killed Ricky Penzolo, and it's over. Yeah, and. We just get Eli having to finally face, you know, no evasions, no question, nothing, that he ruined everything. Yep. That his pride ruined everything. And that's where the episode ends. They hug, you know, he's weeping, they hug, and that's it. Roll credits. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Roll credits. I mean, you get so emotionally invested in these five episodes. You know? Like, this whole episode is amazing because, in no other way, right? Like, because Vinny's not there, yeah, and John Henry is always a cipher, right? We, we yeah. get a sense of what's motivating him, but it's like, we never get inside John Henry's head the way we get inside Vinny's head. So this arc is never really... Except for the last few scenes. It's never really about John Henry. In a way, it's about Eli and David and the family. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, this this whole arc is about the this family. And they get you so much inside this family relationship that that makes the fact that it ends with it all being completely destroyed. It's not just a business and a mob that gets destroyed. A family is destroyed family. this time. The
1: entire family yeah like there is nothing left yeah like the
0: only good david eli can do now oh yeah is david's is just try to be a good grandfather like that's all he has left to do in his life it's the only redemption he could possibly find now is you know maybe he can be a good grandfather yep it is it's just brutal (laughs) yeah it's brutal Yeah, it is, it is one of the roughest, uh, it is, I will say it is one of the roughest wrap-ups we ever get. It's not Last of the True Believers, but it is, it's brutal. (laughs) Oh my god. So, the Ark in Review. How (laughs) high do you think this goes
1: on the rank of their Arcs? Because it's fantastic. Well, here's the, uh, here's the thing, right? When you, it's not like the other Arcs. No. I mean, up to this point. Um, but in it because of circumstances, yeah, as you say, it didn't focus on Vinny. It's almost like this strange one-off.
0: Yeah. This five-hour miniseries with a, be- a f- with a concrete beginning,
1: middle, and end. Yeah, it, it is it doesn't forward Vinny's story any. No? It doesn't do any of the other th- the, the things that the other arc does. I mean, it just consolidates. I mean, the only thing it does for Vinny is consolidate his position as a mob guy because
0: yeah, Ricky he's not signs. involved
1: in it at all. Yeah. Ricky's dead. Ricky's the dead. Only person... And the last
0: thing Ricky did was sign off on Vinny as being, you know, the kind of guy who can get things done. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. You know, and and so that would have been around. So there's nothing there. It is, um, it's very like the, even the FBI, see, the FBI scenes, like that last one that we talked about last episode. Yeah. Um, that's so important. Is so different. You don't get John Raglan in a fight. No. With with the guys, right? He's just doing a job the way he can do a job, he's a data man now. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's the funny thing. He's been a data man for six years now. Yep. And so that's where he goes. And that's how he solves the problem. Yeah, that's how he figures Um, out what's going on. Yeah, where's the money? What's going on? Who's who? I mean, he lucked out seeing uh, Carol and Penzola together, but that was just a fluke. Yeah, but, but the, the rest of it time. is, like,
0: the rest of it, the evidence was there. If you ignored the mob stuff and looked
1: at the financial end of things. Yeah. And and that, because he's the data guy. Now. It's what yeah. he does now. And he's no longer undercover. So, it, like, it is just, it's almost an arc of its own because it is so, the, because the interrelationships of these people is the focus. Yeah. And it is. A powerful um, depiction of a highly destructive family, yeah, and structure. Like we we can talk. There's all the political undertones, of course. Never I mean, really. the societal undertones. Oh yeah, I mean, but the the
0: episodes, but, like the episodes about the garment industry, and like the actual all or nothing speaks for itself and stands alone as a comment yeah. on the entirety of this business but yeah, that and... is the episode with the least family stuff in it as a consequence yep yeah the they step away from the family for one ep- i mean they're still in it but they step away from the family for one episode to say this is the from top to bottom here's what's wrong with the garment trade and then they go yeah. back to the family stuff Yeah, and i mean it's all tied in of course but it's like there's four episodes about this family and how they're being destroyed and torn apart from within, right? And then there's one episode just about the whole industry.
1: And that's all. And that just sets everything else up. Oh, yeah. That's all it does. And so it, how does it stand with, we've got basically three arcs before this. Yeah. I think, Believe it or not, I think it is a more powerful arc than the white supremacy arc. Overall, yes. Overall, it is a much more powerful arc. Um, you also have the agent. You see, the agent at the end of this arc to boot, as you say, a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yep. And it's all this family stuff, and it's all intertwined. And finally, John Henry, who has now, in his eyes, at least redeemed one of the deaths he caused. Yeah. Okay, because, um, you know, he's saved Vinny, basically. Yep. That's what he's done. And he can now leave. And as Frank points he out to him. He can leave on a win. <laughs> on a win. And Frank says to him, but you've got to get out yeah, you completely. You can't be halfway out you can't be you can't sit around and basically what he's telling you is you can't sit around for another five years
0: waiting for retirement because
1: somebody is no for retirement so you can get the big pension yes no because somebody else is going to try and drag you in again exactly yeah
0: like you can't wait or sit around or honestly
1: particularly since he's gone out now on a win yeah exactly so he got the job done he got the job done, and so
0: a higher up might think, "Okay, well, he still he still makes remember Daryl." Yep, <laughs> that's what Daryl. That's how Daryl looked at Vinny. Yep, a guy who goes yep. out there and makes
1: plays for him. Yep. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So, and that's in that sense, as I say, it is it is um more powerful, is it? I now, but it's not part of the Vinny story, but no. I don't think anything could be more powerful than the, than the Sonny Steelgrave one. Yeah, because again, that it, is, that again is about
0: family, but it's about the family that is created by Vinny and Sonny together.
1: Yeah. It is and about how so, close they got. Yeah, and, and the dangers of that, oh. whereas, um, and the effect it has on Vinny. Oh, yeah. So we, we, we see all of that the thing with the prophet it's probably more powerful even than the prophet one yeah as much as i love roger and yeah. as much as i love all of that um and and the episode was great and you can hear us talk about it mm-hmm. right because we've we've done it but when you look on it as a soul like in terms of arc arc yeah. arc this has to go Second, as far as I'm concerned, After up to this Sunny. point. Yeah. Up to this point. I know. Okay. Yeah. After Sunny. Even though it's not about Vinny, it's not, in; it doesn't do anything for that plot overall line. The overall arc of the show. The overall arc of the show. Yeah. But it does something, it explains just how bad it can be for these undercover agents. Mm-hmm particularly when they get blown, the destruction it causes in their lives um, and the destruction it causes to their own souls, so to speak, psyches, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, And I think it was nice that Joan Chen got, if I want to say anything, Joan Chen at least got the gratitude and thanks from her people that she was trying to help. yes (laughs) Yeah. yes <laughs> and uh you know i mean that's a little thing we you forget about it after that that episode but it's right? still
0: very important
1: but it's still an important little marker yeah that if you do try you may and you're willing to take the little win yep you might be able to move something a little bit forward yeah things can get better in this world they yeah can. and and it's eli got talked yeah And we saw how difficult it was to get Eli to spend $40,000 to fix the electricity and put a door up on the elevator so the kids wouldn't fall down an elevator shaft. Oh, God. You know? um, Yeah. So you got those little, I mean, this is, but this, these performances by Ron Silver, by Stanley Tucci, by Jerry Lewis, right? Yeah. Are just, I mean, even Carol's good, but those- you With know those specifically as this. yeah but that that's specifically that interaction like you just you know mm-hmm. all of these characters are even the little ones like max are nuanced the writing has said okay what what can i do to tell you who this person is yep and you get that from max when he says i have never crossed a picket line yep and that tells you, you know, he's a cutter and all sorts of other things, but you know who he is well, you know by that, that like, line.
0: You know, and you know that just like Eli, back in the day, he wasn't afraid to sw- swing a pipe at a guy's head, you know, if it came down to it. Yeah. He's a union man. And at the end of the day, that means you're going to be tougher than a non-union person because it means you're someone who stood up to the uh, bosses yeah. and stood up in some ways to the uh, and sometimes to the mob like you're a guy when this guy was coming up it was dangerous to be a union guy yep. and so him just saying i'll never cross a picket line is all you need to know about him
1: yeah if you have any understanding of yeah, american of history. history yeah american labor library. history in america yeah, yeah that's
0: all you need to know about max is that he will never cross a picket line
1: yeah i mean i would love to show uh sort of Charles Charles um who? what's his face? The lawyer. in, in Darrow her inherit the wind, but he also he defended the bombers. yes, uh,
0: yes, yes. yes. Uh, the Haymarket. Yeah, Darrow. Yeah. Yeah. Darrow, Clarence, yeah. Darrow. Clarence, Clarence Darrow. Clarence Darrow. Yes. Yeah, yeah who he uh defended the guys who threw that bomb and uh blew yeah. up that those managers. And he mm-hmm. did a great job of defending them, but he didn't get them off. And so it kind of soured the la- like he was supposed to get them off completely. But he just, you know, he's very good at cutting deals. That's also what he did for um, uh, Leopold and Loeb. Like, yeah. He was not fantastic at getting people out of trouble. He was conv- <clears throat> great at making such a good argument that he could get a deal for
1: his clients. Well, given, given what Leopold and Loeb did. Done, it was kind what of the- an amazing deal and and these labor guys did these yep. two these two guys who set the bombs yep. did oh yeah it is amazing what he did you can't get like when the preponderance of evidence is not circumstantial and is not oh yeah there was nothing he could work with like oh, there's exactly. there's nothing well no and that's the tragedy
0: is like people yeah. People like who hired him expected him to be a miracle worker, but it's like mm-hmm. he could only he could only ever work with what he was given, and there was a lot of evidence against the union guys. Yeah, really
1: and was. and and against Leopold Law, and, and against, against and and then again, and then again with the monkey trial,
0: Scopes monkey trial. Yeah, <laughs> you Although know, well, I mean, the evidence was all on his side, but you know, the
1: evidence, yes, but the, but the jury and the people nobody was gonna <laughs> nobody listen was gonna to listen it. to so,
0: him yep
1: yeah you you weren't gonna win
0: that no you weren't gonna win because, that but you're gonna do you're gonna make him because look the, bad for making you lose though and that's
1: what he did oh yeah he made him look yep. bad for making him lose and that guy never became president of the united states <laughs> there you go yeah, that's william
0: cool. bryant jennings because william jennings, Bri- no, jennings bryant yep that's okay, what he jennings, wanted to Brian. Yeah, that's he what he was to, aiming for. Yeah, he was using to leapfrog his the whole thing was a publicity stunt for him in his political career. Yeah. Yeah, like famously. The whole thing was a stunt for him in his political career, but it never he never got there.
1: So no, nope, because go. of the Scopes monkey trial. So, you know, you take the wins where you can get them. <laughs>
0: yeah, you can.
1: Actually, that's a good message. That's a good <laughs> you message
0: know? in this uh f to take away from this arc. You you have to yeah. take the W's where you can't. So, I want you to think about something now, and I'm not saying we're ever going to be able to see this, but you and I both know how TV is written and produced. Okay. Okay. Yes. That means, like, basically, they're not, okay, on the day before something gets filmed, like, you can be editing the the dialogue or, like, changing scenes around right up until the time it shoots. But unless you're literally talking about the show Community, the show is not being written as it's being shot. Like, they didn't show up, you know, they don't show up in the set and say, what are we going to do today? You had to hire actors, you had to build sets, you have to think, right? There is a huge amount of planning that goes into an arc like this. And the reason I say that is, there are there is 100% sitting in a drawer in a file room somewhere in Hollywood. There is the full outline for this arc mm-hmm. of what the plot was supposed to be when it was all about Vinny. And it's possible there are at least two or th- like, we know there's one, but there's at least, you know, like, probably two or three episodes written, like, full episodes written without John Henry. In, with oh, for sure. And, like, maybe all five. Probably and outline? All five. No, there's one outlines... an outline for all of them. Like, no, there is yeah. definitely an outline for the entire arc. Probably an outline for uh, well, no, definitely an outline for each individual episode and the story beats in each episode. And there's definitely two Vinnie scripts. There could be as many as three or four. Yeah. And I'm not saying we're ever going to be able to see them, but how amazing would it be <laughs> to be able to get your hands on the scripts and find out right exactly
1: what this arc would have been? Like, okay, somebody needs to get a doctorate in film <laughs> on. Just on, on, no, seriously, you could, if you could go to the canal, there must be canal archives somewhere, right? right And so you could go to the canal archives and you could get those original scripts if they haven't been destroyed and they might've been right. And then you could actually do a PhD talking about, you know, um, how, how, how innovative this was, this show was like. Not now, the academic in me speaking, right? How innovative <laughs> this show and your argument, right? That it changed television forever. Yep. And then you could, and you would be looking at the whole thing, but you could also look at this arc, right? This little arc that they had to make massive changes to mm-hmm. for circumstances, unforeseen circumstances. It wasn't like Vinnie Terranova was being, you know, um, Uncooperative or anything like that. I mean, there were all sorts of rumors, right? But his leg got run over. (laughs) His leg got run over. He couldn't work. Yeah. And so they managed to do this. And it was so innovative what they did in this arc. Yep. That it really does, you know, I mean, we keep talking about writing. Those of us who, those of you who have been listening to us forever, we keep talking. If you've got a decent script, if you've got a good script, you can It'll work with it and yeah. and when you had this arc and as you say there has to have been at least probably two to three episodes with Vinny.
0: yeah already fully written fully written. fully
1: written with minor changes maybe of course you no, know they always they always
0: change stuff right up to the last minute but there was a yeah. script for everyone to look at and agree on and, and this is the there the important was a... part. you need a script before you can do pre-production because you need to know what actors to hire. You need to know what sets to build. You need to know what locations you're going to need. Yeah. So those scripts
1: are out there. Okay, and the thing is, right? And that's why the outlines are out there, too. Like, the outlines are already out there. So, the genius of this is that they are sitting there. They have already scouted the locations. They have already paid for those sorts of things. They have already done the props. They Mm -hmm. have already right they've already had all of that stuff Stanley Tucci is already
0: all these people have it. been hired already yeah
1: everybody and then they have to say okay how are we gonna write a story yeah around this like I would say that with Vinny the storyline would have been he would have had an affair with Carol probably not yes. not the Joan Chen character. character yeah okay um she would have just been almost like um, a non-entity add-on. Like I suspect if, if there was any major shift changes, that that is probably to reorient the story around John Henry and his problems. Cause they had to come up with this. Yeah. Fast.
0: Oh, incredibly fast. Yeah.
1: You know, to be able to do this and thank God Anthony Dennison was free. He was available. (laughs) Yeah. He was available. Because I'm not, because um, he was so good in this part. He's fantastic. And we can't say enough good things about
0: how wonderful he is in these episodes. He's amazing.
1: He's amazing. And particularly when you know him as
0: Ray Luca. Oh, yeah. When we've already Crime story two seasons of Crime Story. <laughs> and by the way, that's, again, what he was doing for the two years directly before this. You know, he was mm-hmm. doing Crime Story. And it's such a transformation.
1: It's a transformation, a totally different character. Oh, yeah. You know, and a lot of that has to do, of course, and and what you why you know, the first time you see him, he's totally different is because he's wearing glasses, because he looks different. He's not flashy. No, he's just someone who kind of fits into you could have sent him off to a university to teach right? the way he looks. You know, I mean, he's you, you. all of that had to be worked out by Canel and Lupo and the entire writing team. Oh, yeah. You know, because they had to work with what they already had. As you say, the pre-production, you have your skips, here's the pre-production. And what you're going to dress people like. Everything. Yeah. Had so much. Had to be, it, it is a tour de force of what to do when... You end up with this kind of accident. Yeah. Because other places don't manage to do it as well. Other uh, other shows, you know, things will happen. And uh, mm-hmm. we won't even go into those. This was unbelievable. Yeah. And when you look at it from that particular perspective of what they had to do mm-hmm. when everything is set in place. It's sort of like like the problem of having your dp yeah. tell you 48 hours not even 48 hours 36 hours before <laughs> you're going to start filming he's not going to show up yeah you're not going to have uh, a dp have you're not going to have a cameraman to shoot the movie. i know oh. and you're sitting there going okay say what do you know how long we were on the phone for that i know hey I, I was there I know how I know you were the there, <laughs> talking to everybody, including some of the actors. Do you know anybody?
0: Just yeah. give give us somebody we can call today. Just
1: somebody who's you know, and um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we ended up with somebody. Oh yeah, and they did a great job. You know, I got but, no complaints about yeah. the uh, no. job that was done, but wow. But but the panic Ooh. that you get. Well, you don't panic. You can't panic. You can't afford to panic. Because everything is set up. Oh yeah. The room, the the place we were filming the next
0: afternoon was already set. Yeah. Was all
1: already set. The
0: you
1: know you had you you had your you had your makeup person. Oh yeah, everything was ready to go. You had everything.
0: Yeah. You've hired
1: your actors. That's the time they're gonna show up. You've got everything going and a snafu happens and you gotta correct it. And we managed there. And that was just a little thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. That was a tiny little thing. There's always a cameraman around.
0: Yes.
1: As we found out, mind you, it was, you know, but it doesn't matter. He did a great job. Oh, yeah. Not the job the original would have done. It would have been a different. That's the strange thing. It would have been different. But this... It doesn't, but it's the same thing as this art. This well, and arc. I think we can relate it was to it. Different. I, think we
0: can re- yeah. no, I think we can relate to it more simply because yeah. we have been in this, the exact, almost the exact situation that the creators of Wise Guy were in. Like, we have been in that exact situation. So we know what it's like to scramble like this. So we are right
1: at the last minute. At the minute. last
0: second. You
1: know? you know, I mean, the only thing worse that could have happened is, is after shooting one of them, Pete got 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 vinnie <laughs> yes i know and you had to that would have been like oh there. shit
0: that would have been a disaster yes <laughs> yeah no that was an absolute disaster but this was still yeah. unbelievably rough yeah you know, it was uh, but we got through it and they got through it magnificently mm. and and As i, I said the amazing because this is this a episode. bigger
1: i mean your star yep and and we are so invested in Vinny. yeah it's about his journey. Uh, and so what they did, I mean, it, it is, I mean, I am still stunned. So therefore, I mean, if I was to say at this point, even when I'm looking at the rest of it, because yeah. the fourth season doesn't count, but when <laughs> you look at all the rest of it, right, this, there has to be a special award for this.
0: I know. For <laughs> you what know, they pulled from, off here. For
1: us, for what they pulled off here.
0: Yeah.
1: It, it, it is, it is astonishing. It is,
0: and there's nothing like it. Like no. I, you can't think of another show that managed to do this so effectively and so qu- like on this kind of timeline. That's mm-hmm. the thing. On this kind of time, who does
1: that? Yeah, well, they are. Well, they had. But here's the thing, right? And this yeah. is what I keep saying. This is like everybody's listened to us complain <laughs> so much about <laughs> so, Criminal Minds.
0: They have, and yeah. I'm
1: going, but this is when you have a consistent writing room, yeah. when you have a consistent crew, mm-hmm. when you have people who know their jobs and are going to do them. Oh yeah, properly. When you have a showrunner who knows what, in this case, it's a he yeah. wants, and and is imaginative, and knows how to write. Yep, and knows everything that has to be done and has. His finger on the pulse of this entire show, just like he did with other shows. Oh, yeah. Okay, but this this was just like leading up to, like all the other little things that he's done, yeah. right, that didn't succeed are, are all sort of lessons for
0: this (laughs) i
1: mean technically
0: plenty of his shows did succeed like he was a very successful rockford files hey yeah rockford files come on the man made the rockford files he made the a team he had plenty of successful television and that's the thing like there was never a season of television for like 15 20 years there where cannell didn't have a show on the air like he was an incredibly successful producer for his entire well not his entire career but for a huge amount of his career he was an incredibly successful
1: producer and even when he had the shows as we always talk when we talk about unsub
0: yeah it was too soon it was too soon for unsub yeah unsub was a fantastic show that would have done incredibly well later on because profiler a much worse show than unsub did great the x-files a much worse show than unsub did great. I'm sorry. I love the X-Files, but come on. It's not as good as
1: Unsub. Oh, it well, no, and it's yeah. It's not playing no, the same level, you know. No, I, you watch. You watch the it's the, the X-Files Files the is fun.
0: It's the most fun. Everybody loves the X-Files, but it's a monster of the week show, you know. They're not trying yeah. to do anything with the X-Files no. except for by the way, uh raise a generation of conspiracy theorists that are now destroying America. <laughs> Thanks for yes. that one.
1: Yeah, we love Chris The Lone gun but...
0: But it's
1: certainly not helping get people vaccinated, is it? <laughs> no, oh God, I just, I mean, it, here's, but here's, here's, here's... When was Quantum Leap on? Uh, the late 80s, late 80s, early 90s. Okay, right, so I watched one of them, right, right? Uh, a while back, because I've, I've I'm just taping them all, and once it's done yeah. all of them, and, and then I just watch it. It's on my PVR, right? And every now and then I'll sit down and watch an episode. It's, it's fascinating. You could do a whole discussion. Yeah. But the point that I'm making is that you had this one about these wrestlers. Okay. Right? And so they're in a bar, these two wrestlers. And what they are in the wrestling is they're um, Ruskies. They're ah, Russian. the fake right? Russian thing, yeah. Yeah, the fake Russians, the fake two fake Russians who are the bad guys.
0: Yeah. Whose job right? it is to be the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
1: familiar. Yeah, it's wrestling, you know, and, and they're talking. And you know, Al has to explain one more time to Sam, <laughs> look, wrestling was no longer after the 50s. If has anybody seen um the one with Requiem Jackie for a Mason? Heavyweight. Requiem for a heavyweight. Yeah. All you have to do is watch that and you're seeing the death yeah right of
0: old-timey wrestling
1: old-timey wrestling right yeah where it was real and then and here right so they've got the costumes and it's all set and you know who's gonna win and who's gonna lose and of course the ruskies can never win blah 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 blah. but they're in a bar the two of them they're not dressed up or anything they're just in the bar and so these two yahoos come right right up and start beating not beating on them but verbally harassing them and all the rest of them yeah and they're going but we're Americans Yeah. no you're not we've <laughs> seen you on TV you're Russians <laughs> and they're and you are anti-American and we're gonna beat you up Like, Jesus. and you're looking at these two scrawny guys yep. in this bar drunk as hell and these two big wrestlers because yeah. they're big wrestlers right <laughs> And you're just going, oh. You literally
0: believe everything you see on television. On
1: TV. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because it's not just that they're uh, big guys. Like, yeah, they're huge guys, but they're the guys who always lose. So, of course, you could take them in a fight.
1: Yeah, you could take them in a fight, right? Now, mind you, of course. Yeah. Yeah. The whole point of this is to save the one wrestler who's got a heart defect. Caused by rheumatoid arthritis, um, no, rheumatic fever. Oh. When he was about ten years old, and he almost died, mm-hmm. and and so so Sam has to go and do the never tags, never tags, tags his him brother. In to, yeah, never tags his brother in and takes all of the beating and wins because he he takes the guy that he's fighting with, and he puts him in a sleeper hold and he passes out. Oh, so he wins. He wins. It, you know, I mean, th- these shows, everything always ends out work ends up working out no matter how (laughs) you might wonder how they're going to do it necessarily and it's a very hopeful show so at the end of the 80s and early, it's not political it is just the opposite of watching wise guy yeah you know i mean it really is and it's at but i mean if you want to look at racism and sexism in the 50s and the 60s and what it was like now sam always saves the day yeah But it's, it's a very
0: eyes wide open,
1: like presentation of how bad things were, how bad things were, which means that things are better now and poor Sam makes all sorts of mistakes because of course, right? He, 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 he is still in the late eighties, early nineties, exactly right?
0: When things are so different. Actually, no, he's in the 21st century. People often forget that he's coming back from the future like the the present day stuff is actually set in the like either late 90s or early 2000s it's it's something that doesn't get talked about a lot in the show but is actually a fact like he's from the future going into
1: the Yes, past. I know. Yeah. I know he's but I No, no, but I'm saying he's, he's from that the, he's far. from the
0: future for the audience as well. He's not just like a guy from the future going to the past. He's not a guy from the present day when it was made going to the past it's a guy but he's the 20 future. years
1: well yeah because yeah. he has to because we don't have string i mean it's so funny yeah. because it's all based on string theory yep and then we end up with big bang theory the comic <laughs> <laughs> all nice. around incident. string theory and they yeah. never talk really about string theory and quantum leap
0: no 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 it's just uh it's, it's just fu- a line to get you into it yeah yeah it's just
1: but yeah i mean you're absolutely right
0: but yeah, it's it's god that is a fantastic show remember i remember a lot of episodes
1: pretty well but wise guy yeah getting back to wise guy i mean it's just not Mm -hmm. right it's not wise guy wise guy is set in the god-awful present
0: yep there's no oh and the and the tragedy of watching wise guy is uh, knowing how badly everything went for everyone because and this is the key part as we were talking about when we started this arc Like, well, what happened after the mob was thrown out? Like, what happened after the mob was thrown out and the corporate consolidation that Carol represented happened? All of the Eli's got put out of business. Yeah. There's no Eli's left. There's no, there's no garment district in New York left. There's no.
1: Where is, and where are all the clothes made? Bangladesh. 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 In China. In Korea. But not Korea anymore. Places. No, not Korea anymore. Indonesia. No, they don't. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's like India. a lots in India too. Yeah, right. Yeah. And Sri Lanka. Like it's it's fascinating, right? And all of the stuff is made abroad, and all of it is just shipped to North America, and all of the companies are owned by giant billionaires. Like literally, one of the fast fashion guys is uh like the third richest man in the world. I had never heard of the company Zara. When I found that out. But the guy who runs Zara is like the third or fourth richest man on earth. Because it all got consolidated. And that is the natural (laughs) drive of capitalism. Like the Ricky Penzolos of the world were eating the garment industry. But, you know, there were still, because they were Americans and they were doing it that way at the time, there were still jobs in America. The Carol Goldmans of the world just destroyed everything, So some numbers on a piece of
1: paper would go up yeah and that's the 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 constant problem and and all of the problems that you have in the garment industry here yep just moved yeah all of the bad I can still remember yeah as you say the the, all of the problems got outsourced yeah and you know it it is interesting because I can remember somebody being very upset at the idea that Joe Fresh which is a Canadian brand yeah Um, of cheap fashion Mm -hmm. was made in bangladesh in one of these horrible factories right um they used to do them in in south america like i don't who was the what was the company it's one of the big clothing companies out of the u.s there are some in canada and around the i'm sure around the world but they had to um they became boycotted because of attempts to unionize in what Costa Rica Cuba not Cuba but somewhere somewhere in in sort of the in Latin America the middle part and I can't remember who it was it's it's a well-known brand brand I never made anything but (laughs) I never bought any of their clothes but um when you think of it you will let us know but yeah it's it's
0: interesting because in the same way like wise guy is again pointing out all of these industries that were yep. compromised that were torn yeah. apart like that since then all of this stuff has just gone <laughs> you know has just gone corporate like all of yeah. this stuff has just gone
1: corporate and that's and then it's harder it's harder it is to get harder, at. harder yeah to get at right mm-hmm. and um and it takes government intervention oh yeah
0: And that's the government
1: is more and more afraid to do. Well, the government doesn't want to do it because it's a lot of them are making a huge amount. That's where their money comes from. People in power. Oh, yeah. People in power get lobbied and that's where their money comes from. And by
0: lobbied, she means bribed.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What are we going to pretend it's all above board? No, of course it's not. Of
0: course it's not above board. And we're going to talk about lobbying here on the show. Weirdly,
1: oh enough. yeah, no, we're going to get there. And and again, as it's that's the de- that's what's so depressing about. That's why this arc too, because it does. Even though we know what's happening, at least for these people, yeah. There's there's the horror that happens to Eli and his family. Yep. Uh, the entire family and the rest of it, but at least for Raglan things are going to be better he's he going to, to get go home. out
0: he gets, he gets to, go, to home go home and hopefully he can get over this yeah i i and think you have every reason to believe he can
1: i i think so you know what the other thing is is that is this what it would take for Vinny to finally settle down yeah something this horrible that happened to john henry maybe like honestly maybe that would be
0: the only thing that could have opened his eyes to how toxic it is and how he has to get away from it.
1: Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, is that that would be, um, that would have, I mean, who knows if that was in their minds, you know, moving forward, if they had been able to continue the show the way it was.
0: Yeah. If they would have taken Vinny down that route.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I would be very interested. It wouldn't
0: surprise me if that is where they were headed. Yeah. Like it wouldn't surprise me at all if that's what they had in mind and that's where the show was going when it ended.
1: And they used some of those ideas with John Henry Raglan. Yeah. And because it's this one off, you can actually, you know, see them referring to like I could I could write that that, you know, know. write that whole thing going forward and and the lessons from John Henry. Oh yeah. You have to get out, right? Yeah. And, uh, and well, and the rest and less, and that's the funny thing. It's the lesson of Roger LeCoco, too. Yeah. You have to cut your ties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: I mean, that's, that's the message. It's like, and it's great to fight against corruption, but you can't let it destroy you. And there's yeah. so many people on either side who get destroyed in these fights. And, yep. and oh, God. no, it's, it's an incredible arc. It really is. Uh, yeah. And I, I hate that, you know, Um, I'm not talking down any other arc in the series because obviously they're all fantastic. Mm -mm. (laughs) They really are. Yeah, it's just... It's just this one stands alone because it's so different. Because Mm -hmm. there's no Vinny. Because it's not about his journey. Because it's just about this family. Like, you get emotionally invested in the characters more Mm -hmm. here. right? the victims around the mobster than you do in any arc other than the music industry arc. And yeah. I would argue, depending on your feelings, the the Mafia arc, but we're we're going to be talking about that over the coming weeks, so we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. But I think the music, uh, it's interesting how after all of this, the music industry arc, which we've been talking a lot about, it's next. We're finally going to see what we've been talking about all this time. Next. And I think what's fascinating about the music industry arc is that they went out of their way to like finally have characters and an arc and situations that you can just emotionally invest in without worrying about anything
1: yes you know yes you don't have to worry about who's gonna
0: get yeah. killed yes exactly because finally it's an industry that's not about murderers <laughs> yeah <laughs> at the end of the day music industry has its ups and has its down. it's not about murderers it's not about catching no. murderers there's plenty of corruption and there's plenty of stuff to look into and fix but you know People aren't going to be showing, you know, sitting in the back seat of your car and garroting you at the end of the yes, day. Yes,
1: that's right. And every time I, every time I watch it, though, I keep wishing that Vinyl had gone. I know. Past the first season, it was so good. Yes, yeah, but anyway, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we're
0: going. We might talk about yeah. Vinyl one day on this show. It was an interesting yeah. show. All right, yep. so uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Join us back here next week for the only great filler episodes the show ever did. <laughs> it's true. Because again, I maintain that area for uh, Don Ayupo is not technically a filler episode the way these two are. Then they are, you know, because they're not about meeting characters who are going to be important later in a way that uh, Don Ayupo sets up stuff. That's going to be important later that they were thinking of when they wrote area for Don Ayupo. This one isn't about that at all. This is just about what it's about. And, they're both really good. So the episodes are, you know, if you're watching along, the episodes are White Noise and Stairway to Heaven.
1: And White Noise got an awful lot of nominations as an episode for like Emmys and Global. Globe, Golden Globes. You
0: know? Golden I'm not Globes surprised at things all. Things like that. It's yeah. Fantastic. White Noise.
1: Yeah. yeah. White Noise is their most fetid episode.
0: Which is a little crazy that that's, of, in the entire yeah, history I, show, that, That's that the most ch- feti- uh, that's the most celebrated and cherished episode by the Academies. And I'm like, I get why, because of the kind of episode it is. It um, It's not that it's actively looking for awards, but it has no. the same kind of award-bait structure that yeah. you would see out of other shows at the time and i think it it made it easier for the academy of television arts and sciences to like finally appreciate the show because they were playing ball you know yeah and i
1: think but yes but it is really hard right i think for people because usually you get one episode to watch yeah right? that's true and and with and that's almost impossible to do with wise guy yeah it can't be done you can't just pick oh well this is the episode
0: that's going to represent the seat no because
1: because partly because people will watch it and don't really understand it because they haven't watched the six episodes prior how do you
0: how do you send an academy screener how do
1: you like how do you send a screener
0: of this show to somebody all right you're gonna have to watch the entire first season to understand where people are coming from, and then you have to watch all the other episodes of the arcs. All right, now watch, now watch White Noise, so you understand the significance of what
1: Vinny's going through in White Noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I, nobody asks people to do that.
1: Well, no, and it's the same thing as watching Marriage of Heaven. Um, no, okay. uh, nobody gets out. So,
0: oh yeah, exactly. Nobody gets out of here alive. Uh yeah, yeah you watching just if that you, that would be insane. <laughs> insane as brilliant an episode as it is it makes no sense if you haven't gotten eight episodes of their relationship. Yeah. Like it's yeah. about the climax of this relationship and if you haven't seen that relationship develop what is this episode going to mean to you? Yep. Yeah, no it's you're absolutely right. Oh god. Anyway. All I, right. I I do have a meeting. You do have a meeting so we're going to wrap this up. Uh Yeah, just so good anyway uh, let's wrap this up thanks everybody for watching next week as we said is White Noise and Stairway to Heaven and just FYI every time you hear music in Stairway to Heaven that's supposed to be Stairway to Heaven playing and it was Stairway (laughs) to Heaven playing in the original in the original broadcast we just can't have it now because you know music rights are really expensive Uh, Led Zeppelin is Led Zeppelin is not cheap so join us back here for that it should be a lot of fun uh, anywho if you have any questions if you have any comments if there's any profiling related fiction you think we should check out drop us a line at profiling at at gmail.com we would love to hear from you if you are listening to this on some sort of an app or podcatcher please and I can't stress enough please rate and review it that's how other people find the show we'll see you back here next week for that episode but until then we're going to say that's right or au revoir
1: and have a good week
0: Profiling Criminal Minds is a member of the Kinks Podcasting Network.